What's up, party people? Good morning. Once again, back is the incredible I am your man, 50 Grand Flex Hitless. Here with my man, 100 years. Charlie Chase, baby. Charlie Chase, baby. Up here early in the morning for our first Tuesday episode. Good morning, Charlie. Real early. Good morning, Flex. How are you? Feeling good, feeling great, feeling great, feeling good. How are you? I'm doing good, man. A little early, but, you know, we got uh, we got some coffee, got some water. We're good. Got some. Yeah, absolutely, man. Really early. Once again, party people, just so that you know that this is the very first Tuesday episode that we we will be doing here for the Venet Fantasy Bureau. We will get you now two episodes per week. Two a week. Two a week to go on to get to fully. We try our best as newbies, but not. Remember, we, what we say, we're not professionals. We're just everyday fantasy sports players. That's it. We're learning with you. That's it. Yeah, we're all learning with you. Exactly. We're just everyday fantasy sports players, and we did our best to prepare you for the fantasy football season for your drafts. And now we want to keep you going along with it. And as things change, as things progress, and uh, we're doing a show here every Tuesday morning. We want to shout out to Gotham Podcast Studios here helping us, uh, you know, to open up the studio to us, to get us to do it the times we need it because they understand that we have to get it out here in a timely fashion. So, Matt, thanks you very much for being up with us here in the mornings. Yes. And uh, I know you had a hard weekend, Matt, because your bills. <laughs> yeah, that, said, was, that was rough. Matt says, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, we'll get to talk a little bit more football in just a sec. But, yeah, so just let you, so every Tuesday we're going to be ready to give you a, kind of a recap of what stood out to us uh, the week prior. Yeah. Uh, give you waiver wires. And we're going to keep you as much as we can updated with our injury inquiries about everything that happened with the injuries uh, throughout the week and the major ones are noted. And, uh, you know, just fill you up for football as much as you can. And then Saturdays we'll have one air. Either Saturdays or Fridays. More likely Saturdays it will be to be posted out to uh, get those last-minute ideas and lineups in there. And as always, if you have any questions about who to play, whatever it is, if you're a friend of ours, you have our number. We're open every time. To, we, 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 we love getting access advice, don't we? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I, I do. I, absolutely, for sure. All right, So especially when we're right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and if you have any – and if also for you that are just following us that don't know us personally – Remember, DM us anytime on Instagram at BFB Podcast or send us a tweet at Podcast BFB. Uh, we'll let you know. And if you have something directly to as to one of us, just let us know that you want to directly add us. Maybe you could follow me on Instagram at Flex Hitless, F L X Hitless. And Charlie, your Instagram? Uh, Charlie B N Y. Charlie B N Y. So, yeah. yeah, so you could hit us up on there or you could just, you know, hit us up and then we'll let you know which one yeah. responds. And, uh, and the response on social has been has been great by everyone. Fans, you know, like friends, family, you know, fans. <laughs> we have a few fans out there. Um, it's been great. I mean, thank you for the support. Like, we really appreciate it and we're going to grow. International fans we've gotten. International. Yeah, we yeah, we got some international <laughs> fans out there. You know, they, they yeah. shout out to the Patton family too. I remember when they went on a trip to Ireland and they said, like, we're going to get people there. Next thing you know, uh, I looked at uh, our, like, you said, you said Ireland? Yeah, they went to Ireland. Yeah. I'm from Woodside, Queens. It's yeah, one, of course. So. No. Ireland's really nice. I went there a couple of years ago. Oh, jealous. I'm dying to go to Ireland. I really yeah. do. I Thank God for growing up in Woodside. I have a lot of family houses Beautiful, to visit. beautiful country. Yeah, um, they said they were going to get us uh, people to follow. And the next thing, lo and behold, I saw we have two followers in Ireland. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> two subscribers. Trying to grow the game overseas. Speaking of going to which game? 
football. They're trying oh. to grow the game overseas. Oh, trying to grow it. They said I'm trying to go to the no, game overseas. Grow, grow the game. Grow I the thought game. you meant that there was already a game in Ireland that I didn't know about. Yeah. My bad. I misunderstood you. That was cool. Speaking of going to the game, now I told you this in the cars. I picked you up very early. I picked you up at 5.45 in the morning. Yes. Very early in the morning. Uh, just, you know, because we're dedicated to our craft and we want this to actually grow. And it is going to grow. Uh, but uh, so I told you about what I did over the weekend. You know, so yeah. shout out to my wife as we made our one-year anniversary. Uh, yes, congratulations. You went back to the uh, the place where you had your wedding, right? Yes, we went back to the uh, Hornblower Infinity. Yeah. Uh, the Hornblower Cruises. We went there and we had dinner there Saturday night. You know, shout out to Tyler, who's um, mm-hmm. always, always great to hook us up and looking after us. And um, then on Sunday, which was our actual anniversary, 9-9, we uh, went to the game. Because we have a tradition, like I said, we don't miss the first home opener game. Right. And uh, we'll talk a lot about football. So, you know, we didn't miss our first home opener game, as we always do. We always, were always there. And... Saquon Barkley's first time. I told you this in the car. Yeah, you did. And then you, <laughs> you, 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 you did tell me the story in the car. You had a surprise reaction that I wish I saved for the show. Yeah. Go ahead. But tell, I, tell the people what happened. So I'll tell everybody that's listening. So, which is great. So, one, which was which fantastic. The thing that stood out, of course, in, in, in the game, which there's a couple of things that stood out. But one thing, of course, that stood out was the great Saquon Barkley's first touchdown run. And you had an amazing view of it. I had a great view of it. I, I, I was there live. I was there live in the game, and I can't wait to when people ask you because he's poised to have a great career. Saquon yeah. Barkley, he really is. He's a rock star, that guy. And when they say, "Where were you for Saquon Barkley's first sixty-eight yard touchdown run against the best defense in the NFL?" Tell him, I could, Flex. Tell him the truth. I was at the game in the bathroom. <laughs> Oh, I was man. in the bathroom for in that. In the bathroom for Saquon Barkley's first career I was touchdown in, run. I was in the bathroom. And Mind it, you, it was a 68-yarder, yeah. and the stadium must have been going crazy. The stadium went nuts. I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> I finally get up to the urinal, and as soon as I get up to the urinal, and I hear, we hear, <sighs> like, like, a couple of roars of levels going up because, you know, he broke some tackles, broke some that, and then he jumped over and he so stayed, you, and they stayed in bounds. So, like, it went louder and louder and louder. Yeah, yeah. But when I was in the bathroom and we heard all these roars going through, and it was just... You, was, you broke the number one cardinal rule of the being out of urinal. You started talking to the guy next to you. Yeah, I, I, I got <laughs> eye contact. It was bad. But, that, but the, the crowd was going so nuts that we didn't mind the eye contact yeah, thing. Yeah. But we, we locked eyes. And we were just looking at each other. You, you locked eyes at the urinal. <laughs> we locked eyes, yeah, at the urinal. Yes, we uh, did. This is... <laughs> But it wasn't in, of course, there was no like music. It was just like, like, what did we miss? We stared at each other with such, like, puzzlement, I guess the word you're looking for. We were so puzzled. You by guys what was all, befuddled? Yeah, we were all discombobulated. And we're like, what in the world did we just miss? And then some other guy on the phone, you know, one, one hand, whatever, as you go to the bathroom, the other hand on the phone. And he was just like, Saquon Barkley, 20, 26-yard run. I'm like, no, 26 is a number. But he said something like, along the range like that. But, um... He's, he, and he was like, and we, I was like, no, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I took out my phone. I'm waiting for ESPN to give me the update or something like that. I didn't get it. I got a text from my wife. Damn, we missed it. I was like, ah, seriously, he really scored? Because where we were sitting, we were sitting in section 117, which mm-hmm. is really close to the field. Uh, like, you know, like only 20 rows away. We had pretty good tickets. And the bathroom for the men's room was right there at the top. And when we left, when we got out of the row, and also remember, as I told you too, I was that guy that kept getting up in the rows. Yeah, yeah. Had to get my wife a poncho. Had to get his beers, you know. Had to go to the bathroom, and I and and my seal that I had broken that game also was just it was just kept going and going. They go, oh, man, I had to go again and again and again. Uh, so when we got when we were walking out, they just got that interception before they went on offense because we were like, all right, they're on defense. Let's go now while they're on defense. I want to see Saquon run again, and then or maybe maybe I'm just that guy. 
I'm the bad luck guy that if I'm in the chair, like nothing good happens. Yeah. But yeah, so he went there. But my wife, at least when she was on the line, she could at least see one of those uh, big giant TVs because they you know, only met like Satan there on each four corners. Mm-hmm. And she could at least see it. So she at least saw on the TV while she was waiting online. Yeah. So she got a little bit of a glimpse she, of it. She got to see what was going on. Yeah. So she was like, ah, but I mean, look, was, it, was a, it was an amazing run. I mean, I actually saw it as it happened on TV, but right. I can't imagine being there. And, you know, that stadium must have erupted. Yeah, that that yeah. that stadium was in an uproar. Yeah. You missed the moment, Flex. You missed the moment there. Yeah, and those moments don't come all the time. You know, was- I remember um, I went to the game where uh, Odell made his famous catch, mm-hmm. and I remember I was I was uh, sitting on the opposite side of the stadium, of uh, uh, the opposite side of the end zone where he made the catch, and when he made the catch, you would think that the stadium would have erupted, but it was like dead silent. Yeah. It was dead silent. Like, everybody was like, what just happened? And then I looked at my cousin Frank. I'm like, did he just catch that? And then when you show, saw the replay on the screen, the stadium went nuts. But, you know, that was a, because, that was a moment. Yeah, you know because I mean? that's one of those things that you don't realize that he actually caught it. Like, yeah, you don't, you don't yeah, know yeah. what happened. That yeah. Game. And they say, oh, my God. Like, it was so, yeah, like, microscopic to see. Like Exactly. And you know what? You That highlight, how many times has that highlight been run over the years? You know oh, what well I mean? That, got, that got him on the cover of Madden. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> that, like, that made, you know, Odell, right? That, so, that, that got him noted. That, that, that catch turned him from being a professional football player to, like, A-list celebrity. Yeah. OBJ was born on Maybe, that catch. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And, um, uh, but, the, but point being is that those moments, man, you never know when they're going to happen. So hopefully there'll be another one for you, Flex. Uh well, um, hopefully enough. I mean, those tickets are pretty expensive. I'm yeah. not gonna, I mean, don't. I mean, they, they weren't too bad. What I paid. I'm not gonna say what I paid, but they weren't too bad. At least for how close we were. Yeah, yeah. Compared to what MetLife Stadium cost. Right. And compared to the, the big names that are now in MetLife Stadium, mm-hmm. you know, Saquon along there and stuff. Yeah. You know? Well, look at the bright side. You got a funny story to tell. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, it is. It is a. It is a funny story. It's, it's gonna be funny in a couple of years. You know? Yeah. It's funny now. Whatever. Anyways. Uh. Also, just to recap with you, Charlie. So what we do, as I said every week. So we're gonna do this before. Uh. During our preview for the weeks, mm-hmm. you and I uh make choices. We make picks on the games and who's gonna win. Yes. You have gotten eight correct. Eight. Yes. And you are currently in the lead by one. All right. I have gotten seven correct. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a, it's a good good start. You got something correct. I'm I'm happy that I got my uh, Panthers game correct. Yeah, man, that was my, a little rough. My Panthers game correct. Yeah, you did. Well, listen, um, as a Cowboy fan, I'm not I'm not hitting the panic button yet, but nah, my as my fingers it. my fingers definitely on it though because there's a couple of things that you know I didn't like. Like I didn't like the way the offense looked. Defense looked great. Defense looked pretty good. Defense yeah, they did. played really well, holding you know um, Cam and and C Mac and and that caused the fumble, caused the fumble. Right, yeah, right there, um, right pulling them to sixteen points. But the offense, and you know what? Do you attribute that to not playing in the preseason? The offense just looked out of sync. Dak looked lost, and you know why did Zeke only get the ball fifteen times? Like he's averaging four point six yards a carry. Like I, you know, I don't get it. I mean, look, it's easy to play, you know, Monday morning quarterback in this instance. Tuesday morning quarterback, but um, I didn't like what I saw for for the first game. But you know, it's it's game one. Yeah, it is game one. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's 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 like you said, it's way too early to panic. Like you said, people do overreact. What did point. you uh, What did you think of the Giants overall? I thought it was overall uh, right off the bat. I gotta mention this right off the bat. Eric Flowers, Jesus, yeah. Like, like off the bat, as soon as we get the first offensive possession, we get two calls. Yeah, and they're both on Eric Flowers right away. I'm because I'm, my wife and I we we got there a little late. Um, so 
when we got to our seats, it was during their first offensive possession, so mm-hmm. we got there a little late. And I'm, I'm, I'm screaming and cursing through the hallway. He's like, Eric Flowers, already, already. You're ready to start, Eric Flowers. Yeah, yeah. Already. And whatever, it is what it is. And um, Mr. Turnstile. Not, not, but Mr. Penalty Callers. Yeah. The penalties that were calling on him. That's what, The offensive line looked better. I mean, like, I, uh, it, it, well, overall, it, good. It's, I, you know, could only go one direction. It's up. Well, yeah. You, know, but you, know course, I mean? well, so, you would assume so. I mean, yeah. you know, Cleveland Brown fans might, you know, would say the same thing yeah, for yeah. the past couple of years. <laughs> but anyway, but. What I didn't like, what I hated, what I was kind of, I guess, most disgusted by was mm-hmm. the way the game ended because that that kickoff, Grant, that I get it's a raining game or whatever it is. There was a few drop passes also from, like, like Southern Shepard dropped a wide open catch. Yeah, yeah. All right, whatever. These are first week rusts that you're, you're, you're breaking mm-hmm. off, you know, the, 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 everything you're working out. But what upset me is that the fact that the ball came down to him, touched it, and then they turned it back over to the Jaguars. Like, you had under a minute left, like a little, you know, a little less under a minute. You had a fighting chance, and right. OBJ was playing great. Yeah, yeah, he. Play, I was right about to mention that he played really good. He did. He he, he had a, eleven catches for like a buck eleven, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. hundred ten yards, like eleven 12 catches. Targets. Yeah, no, he he did he did great. He yeah, did fantastic. He, he was. Lo- he looks like he's all the way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, Eli overthrew a couple of passes here and there, but he looked sharp. He didn't look too bad. I know he had that one uh, deflection that turned into a pick six, but whatever. Mm-hmm. But overall, I against the, the for the first game of the week against the best defense in the NFL, I think it was a pretty solid turnout for the Giants. Saquon yeah. Barkley looked great. He had a great debut. Um, yeah, you know, and the thing the thing with Barkley, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, Lex, but, but um, his running style, like he, it, it seems like he's going to take a lot of runs for for losses, but you know, two or three times a game, he's going to have that opportunity to break that long one well yeah yeah, yeah. because up until that run you know he he really wasn't having a great game i actually got saquon as one of the guys i want to talk about we start talking about positions a little Mm -hmm. bit so we'll get back to him a little more later but but you're right about that but like i said just to recap it just the only thing i hated was that the fact that that that's how we gave up the game it's not like we you know gave up fighting by you know, missing some catches or because good defense blocked up a pass or because Eli overthrew something. It's because you didn't catch a punt return. Yeah, you know, and it like, you know, you're a, you're a professional NFL football player. That shouldn't be happening. Yeah. You know, so then that that's what just upset me that that's how we lost. Because overall. So losing him on special teams is, is hard. Overall, it was. Especially a, when you come back like that. Yeah, it was a pretty good game. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It was a pretty no, good it was, game. It was a good game for sure. Um, all right, so they're talking more about the uh, another interesting thing that stood out with me uh, throughout the week seven. Week seven, sorry. Uh, week seven? No, no, because I haven't written it down here. Uh, the week one, what happens is that all seven new head coaches, not that they're, you know, with new teams, all seven teams that have new head coaches have not won a game. They have all lost. All the teams with new head coaches mm-hmm. have all lost. So... We're still waiting for that. I just thought that was an interesting little fact that you yeah. know John Gruden was the little one that tidbit. was supposed to win it, but yeah. he got blown out in the second second half. That off to a good start, and then yeah, great start. Yeah, Chucky was doing good in the first half, but then he was uh, second half. <laughs> My wife yeah. we were watching the game. She's like, I don't like his face because I, I guess because you know he kind of like stay like kind of smolders and he, yeah, he's and got he, that like permanent skull, and he's got like his mouth open. He's a mouth breather like Eli. Yeah, so yeah. he's just like <laughs> standing there. But no, he's a great football man. My wife's like, I don't like his face. I'm like, but he's a great football man. Yeah, but I don't like his face. I hear you, baby. No problem. <laughs> Um, all right, so we're going on. So then one thing we're going to do weekly, too, I got to keep fixing out the drops. We got to keep working out the kinks. There's a lot going on that we want to do by ourselves. But uh, one thing that we'll talk about, uh, just to keep you updated with the injury inquiries, I'll come up with a pretty cool drop for that in the future. Mm-hmm. But to let you know some of the major, there were some major uh, injuries. Yeah, a couple of bad ones, man. So, yeah, man, starting off, of course, with the most obvious one, poor Delaney Walker. Yeah, that, was, for, that was terrible. Yeah, out for the rest of the season with a broken ankle and uh, ligament damage. So it's a tough loss yeah. for the Titans and myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have him in our BFB league. 
which uh, how'd you do fantasy wise by the way real quick I went into Monday um, three and0 and I ended up one and two. Yo, it happens. It's funny because in our B and B league, it's it's not bad. I mean, whatever. I I went up one and four. Yeah, it just it just happens sometimes. Like I, all my teams did well except for one. All my teams they did well. Just the other teams ended up doing just better. Right, right. But all my teams for the most part they 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 did well. So I'm not too worried. But right. there's some players like in the B and B league. I was projected to have 140 points. Right. My team scored 88. Yeah, I was supposed to have one forty. So the yeah, no, I mean, Texas don't mean nothing. Thought, I know, but right, still. right. I thought it was good going into you know Monday night, and then both games turned into like you know high scoring games, and I didn't see that coming. So I got my Jets pick right. I picked the Jets you, to win. You did you did? Uh, so no, we'll talk a little bit more about teams in a second. So then, uh, then going on with uh, another injuries in the injury inquiry section. Uh, Marcus Mariota he took a hard hit to the elbow by uh, Alonzo from the Dolphins, and yeah. that hit caused him to lose feeling in his arm. He said, and so his elbow was damaged. But then they said after the game that it's, uh, he was fine and that he should be able to play week two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doug Martin, uh, he was taken out the first quarter of the game and then ruled out by the third. It said that he has an MCL sprain in his right knee. Returning to the field was at least a good sign for him, though I feel. But to say at least for now, it's really hard to know if he's going to miss any time at all. But this was something that we said before. We mentioned it on the show before, you and I. And he's mentioned it before, that that he's not 100%. And it's not to say that Doug Doug Baldwin was undraftable, Mm -hmm. but that Doug Baldwin... So you're talking about about Baldwin, not not Martin. I said Martin Bigelow? Yeah. Oh, man. It's still really early. Yeah, exactly. All right. I (laughs) hope he hasn't kicked in yet, but (laughs) Doug Baldwin. It's still still, still really early, and I set up a little later to write in these last few notes. So, my bad. Doug Baldwin. Apologize. Doug Baldwin taking out the first... He has an MCL sprain. Yes. All right. So, Doug Baldwin has an MCL sprain. Um, And he said it before that he wasn't 100%, that it could be a problem for the season, and it's starting to show early. So, like you said, the same way with the Cowboys. It's not it's not ready to hit the panic button yet on that, but keep your finger on that panic yeah, button. Yeah, for sure. Um, Deshaun Jackson, after an impressive first game, he hit the floor from a 35-yard pass uh, from uh, Ryan Fitzmagic and now has a concussion, Deshaun yep. Jackson. Uh, he has to go the, under the NFL protocol, concussion protocol, but this, from my experience, I don't know about yours, it usually means that you're going to at least miss one week. You think he misses a week? At least a week, yeah. yeah. I, I don't. I don't think anybody's really gone under the concussion protocol, right? What it, to and not miss. I think it's. I think it's like a nine out of ten people that go under the, that concussion protocol miss at least one week. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, you know, with the NFL, everything they're going through with, um, you know, the head trauma, they they are going to be careful with that sort of thing. Yeah. So uh, I just think he misses at least one week, but still, he had a very impressive first game. And you mm-hmm. and I talked about it. We said we don't know why he's not getting any love. Yeah, yeah. He's another one we'll talk about a little bit. Balled out just, week one. Oh yeah. Uh, Greg Olson. Ah, oh, this was a heartbreaker. So my wife and I, after we that uh, was rough. After we went to the game, so then we went to go meet up with uh, some 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 of her friends, and we went to go to Sweet Spot. Shout out to everybody at Sweet Spot, to my Sweet Spots family. To uh, that's an awesome place to watch a game. Yeah, it's a great place. I, lo- I love the people at Sweet Spot. Shout out to Harry. Shout out to my boy John. To Maria. Shout out to everybody at Sweet Spot. I love you guys. And uh, we went to go watch the game over there, and I saw him in crutches. I was like, I, yeah, it didn't I, look good. So my wife's on my team, and of course she felt bad for me. Uh, she had no idea who he is, but it's sad to see him back again on crutches. You know, and it's also sad because the guy yeah, was thinking- the same foot that he hurt last year. Yes, yeah. exactly. Same so that's for- the thing. It's the same foot, so that's that's reason for concern. I just feel bad because he was he was considering retirement. Yeah, and he wanted to come back to play again, and this happens, you know. But he didn't make any comments after the game, so it's unclear yeah. to see how many time how much time he's gonna miss. Yeah, I mean, look, we we can't speculate, but hopefully it's not over for him. You know, he's been one of the greats. Leonard Fournette's another one. He was injured his hamstring again. It's still unclear, though, if he's going to miss any time. Uh, the coach said that he was kind of, I guess, optimistic about it because he says it's an injury that he's had before that he knows how to deal with. Yeah. 
But that doesn't sound optimistic to me. He's like, oh, it's one that he's been dealing with for a long time. Like, well, I deal with sprained ankles for a long time, and I'm still out right. for a little while. Right. You know? And Fernanda, he's had, you know, uh, you know, injury history going back to his days at LSU. You know, he's always been yeah. banged up. Yeah, he gets banged up. I mean, listen, he's a tough guy. So I yeah, be, oh, yeah, for sure. I wouldn't be surprised if he's back week one. I mean, week two. I wouldn't be surprised if he's back next week. Yeah. But still, it's something to be to Hamstrings be are tricky, though, man. Yes. Keep keep your eye on him for Leonard Fournette order, owners. Kento, keep your eye on him. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. There's no official word yet, but after the game that he was, but after the game, he said he was going to play. That's yeah. what he says. Yeah, that that looks scary, especially like his body language coming off the field. Like when when they caught him off the field, he was shaking his head. I'm like, is is, is was that an MCO? Is he done for the year? It was even scary just to see also like him throwing that pass to. But he he could turn scary into like great, right? Because he threw that great pass to Randall Cobb, and he was like just on one leg, like limping right, right. and hopping off it, and he threw that pass for the win. Like you know, that's why he paid the guy the money. That's why yeah. he's one of the greatest of all times, considerably that if guy, not the greatest. But the thing about him, Flex, is that he he makes throws. That no one else in the league can make. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's crazy that um that touchdown he had on the uh, the back right corner of the end zone what was it to Geronimo Allen? I think. Da 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 Allison. Allison, the, sorry, the, the one that we slung did like forty something yards. Yeah, come on, man. How many how many people in the NFL make that throw? That's why I, that's what I'm telling you. That's why we had the argument one time, and I told you he's a gunslinger. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's still yet to be seen. Uh, if he's gonna miss any time, there's no word about it. He was very optimistic after the game. Yeah. But then today was a different story. It was unclear about how severe his knee is. Right. So uh, fantasy owners who paid a hefty price to keep him, keep your, I'm sure they're going to keep a close eye on it without me telling you. Yeah. All right. So moving on to talking about the week in general. So what we, what we said we do is that on Saturdays when we put it on our show, the show in the second half of the week, we try to talk about every single game to get you prepared for who to put into the week. Uh, to recap the week, just to give you a little bit of difference, we try to think about people who stood out to us and who um, made an impact or whatever. So, like one guy that we're going to start talking about that did I build that I really believe made a big impact was, of course, Drew Brees. Yes, I think he had a great game. He had four hundred thirty-nine yards, three touchdowns, and no surprise there. And I think back and forth there was a lot going on with people with other fantasy experts, whatever mm-hmm. it is, talking about Drew Brees having a good year, Drew Brees having a bad year. But people were mostly down on Drew Brees. Yeah. And- but, well, I mean, a lot a lot of people are on the assumption that they're going to be a run heavy team, you know, and then that happens, and he's got to put up the ball forty times. Yeah, because the thing is, you know, like the Bucks, they had like a party going on over there. Fitzpatrick throwing touchdown after touchdown. Now it was cool. What's a cool uh, fact about the games? They had a total of eighty eight points combined, mm-hmm. most ever for a Week One game. Yeah, and so the history was made with that game. You and I both picked the Saints to win. We didn't see that big of a. Yeah, I don't. I don't think anyone saw it. I mean, even like everybody from this game broke the slate, especially like on daily. Yeah, like I remember the t- some tournaments that I were in. Fitzpatrick was like one percent owned. You know, I mean, I had luckily I put in 150 lineups. I had him on a few lineups, but I mean, that, it's crazy. There's, Craziest game of the week. There was some crazy lineups for week one. Like if you had like. Fitzpatrick and Deshaun Jackson with yep. you know James Conner, right? And Jared Cook on your lineup, like you had some wild yeah. points that game. You know, yeah, exactly. And you know the thing with with daily is like it's it's really it's hard to profit on weeks where like the chalk hits. And when I say chalk, it means like the the obvious plays. Mm-hmm. Like James Conner was an obvious play this week. Alvin Kamara was an obvious play this week. You know what I mean? So when those players kind of go off, it's kind of hard because you're you're in these large field tournaments. But uh, but yeah, getting back to Fitzpatrick, um, Fitz Magic, like you said. Yeah, but what, the one thing that that kind of stood out, which I picked about Drew Brees, is because of the fact that 
we know last year the Saints defense was pretty was really good. Yeah. And I thought that this year was gonna be that's what really hurt me in a lot of leagues. Like I said, like I told you I, I, was, st- I started them in one league. They gave me I, a I have nice a, I have, negative three. Thank you. I have them in two leagues. One gave me a negative one. The other one gave me a negative four. Depends on the scoring in your league. It's always different. Yeah. But negative points nonetheless. Uh, what upset me, and I told you this, was uh, shout out to my boy Rory, though. He ended up beating me this week. And I'm DJing. We're, you know, we're going to Royal Palooza this week. Oh, yeah, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sunday. We're going to be at Royal Palooza. Shout out to everybody that's going to come out to Royal Palooza. It's a great, great tailgate party that going be on. Fun. Jeff Life. fans are going to be amped. Oh, yeah. For MetLife Stadium's going on. If you guys wanted to come down also just for the party, I'm going to be DJing. It's going to be awesome at Royal Palooza. Shout out to my boy Roy. So he ended up beating me this week, but it was funny. So I had Marquise Goodwin give me a fat donut. I had a Saints defense <laughs> who gave me, you know, negative all this. But the rest of my team did really good. I have a pretty solid team there. Yeah. I'm not mad about my team. Oh, and I, and I said, too, I, I asked my boy, can't we talk about it a lot? And I asked him if I should play Adrian Peterson or LaShawn McCoy. And I was thinking about it. The only reason I stood with McCoy was because I said, I want to stick with the team I drafted for week one. And, um, just opportunity, because yeah. I knew it was going to be no matter what, he was going to get most of the opportunity. He didn't do anything with it. If I would have played Adrian Peterson, I would have won. But the funny thing was, like I told you in the car, I was down before the the Raiders game. I was down 1.9. Uh, no, wait. Was it down? Whatever it was, I was down like one point something. Uh, like two points or whatever altogether. Freaking then Amari Cooper scores 1.9. Right. I lose. So you so you were up one point. I was up. Excuse me. You I was up one point seven. Still early. And Amari Sorry. Cooper scored one point nine. Basically. Yeah. So yeah, you yeah. Lost by no. 0. I I lost. I lost. I lost by 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 point four. Yeah. So whatever it was. Sorry. I'm still early in the morning. Yeah. But his I, math's not right. Give him to about twelve o'clock. But I still. I was just like. I knew I was going to lose the game because yeah. I was I was only up by right, so right. much. But to lose it that way, right? You'd yeah. rather that Amari Cooper would have went for like ten and a buck fifty, and especially because my Saints gave me a negative one, yeah. and because Marquise Goodwin got hurt, you know, which is the Saints not a serious injury, but he still he got hurt enough to keep him out the game. But for him to get hurt, and for him to give me a donut and get negative one, and for Amari Cooper to go up, and I'm up by like two points or whatever, I end up losing by point four. I'm like, come on, man. I didn't yeah. want to lose like that. But that's, whatever. That's, that's a terrible way to lose. It's, whatever. The, um, the team that I had the Saints on, I actually won that league, and I had Travis Kelsey in that league who gave me like a 1.7. Yeah, Travis Kelsey somebody I want to talk about a little bit later too. Travis Kelsey. Uh, another quarter, together. Another quarterback that – so we're gonna, right now we're just going to go through the quarterbacks that uh, stood out to us. So another How about my boy? What boy? My boy, Phillip Rivers. Yes, I said I reached for him. I did reach for him, but the boys, boys slinging it, four hundred twenty-four no. yards, three touchdowns. Yeah, no, twenty-nine point nine six fantasy points. River, River, Rivers had a had a had a great game overall, uh, and of course with the way that he uh, connected to with um, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, and that's Keenan Allen whole, looks like he's all the way back, and that's the whole reason why you wanted him. And then on the other side of that game, your boy Patty Mahomes. Yeah. So um, hold on one second. What I do with my notes over here? So Pat Mahomes was another one, and I want to talk about two, and I want to say welcome to the NFL, Pat Mahomes, completing 15 out of 27 passes for 256 yards, four touchdowns, all of this to build up for his 38 fantasy points. Fantastic yeah. about him. He did even well on the ground. He had five carries for 21 yards. Uh, what happened with also what I thought was really great about Mahomes that I wanted to send out, because one thing that we did say a lot about him was his way to sling the ball, his mm-hmm. cannon for an arm. And he made Tariq Hill look like he should have been the number one overall pick. Yeah. He connected with Tariq Hill seven times for 169 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. Talk- I, he's the fastest player in the NFL. Now, what did what is your takes from your eye test, mm-hmm. from your eye test to see about uh, how he was with Kelsey? I mean, look, it, it didn't look like they they were on the same page. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, look, he was slinging it all over the field, and I, Kelsey, I, I think maybe he he got five targets, I think six uh, six targets. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, look, I mean, he's one of the best tight ends in the league. He's got to get more targets, you know. But I, I just thought it was strange. But I mean, look, they're gonna be in a lot of shootouts this year. So yeah, the defense wasn't all that impressive. Defense at all. is terrible, just like you said, shootouts with with, with Philip Rivers. Exactly. Um, so they're gonna be in a ton of shootouts. Patrick, Patty Mahomes, look, like he's mm-hmm. gonna be putting the ball up a ton this year. So, yeah, I mean, Kelsey's got to be more involved in that offense. He's one of the best at his position. I mean, six targets is a decent amount of targets, at least if you catch yeah. five of them. That's but a he, he should be double-digit targets a game, though. I don't know, man. He looks like he has a really good rapport with Tariq Hill. That, that's going to be yeah. – I, 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 I said this before, that I see regression from Kelsey for the fact that, you know, new, new quarterback, mm-hmm. Andy Reid's calling the shots now. Uh, you know, and there's just different amount of weapons. Like the way he's going to, I said, he's just a gunslinger. And I said that, you know, Tariq Hill likes to run it out long. Yeah. So I knew there was going to be connection there. Sammy Watkins also adds another deep threat too. Spencer Ware, uh, you know, might be, a, you know, he wasn't like a factor yet. But you know what I mean? Like there's, a, there's so much difference in the offense that Travis Kelsey might not be that much of a factor. Right. But, but the thing at least he had six targets. Right. But the thing is, Tariq Hill really didn't have that many more targets. He had eight targets. He just made the most of them. What, you know, but, but he if you caught but, seven for a buck sixty nine. Well, that's what I'm touchdowns. saying. Tariq Hill only had two more targets right. than Kelsey. Right, so right. Kelsey didn't make the most of whatever the reason. Yeah. Uh, another guy talked. So Pat Mahomes did not. Um, he like over delivered on his high expectations. Yeah. Matt Stafford. What a name to add on to the big list of ugly first season games. Oh first, yeah. First games of the season. That was that was bad. That that whole game for Detroit was not a good look. They they looked like they mailed it in. I was talking um to my boy Stevie Boy too about mm-hmm. the game. And I was telling him, I was like, yo, what a good night it is to be a Jet fan. And it was funny because I uh I was watching the game and it was like touchdown after touchdown after touchdown. Yeah. I got the pick six and then Isaiah Crowell running out of nowhere and then like you know, but um Sam Darnold was another game I wanted to talk about, talk about we'll talk about him next. But uh but still, Matt Stafford, you know, he he threw 296 yards, whatever. It doesn't sound that bad on paper, but four interceptions sounds really bad, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You know who had a good game on – if anyone had a good game on the uh, Detroit side of the ball? Golden Tate. Uh, Babytron. Yeah, but so, the, so yeah. was his first game last year. Right, right. So I'm not – Right, I'm, I mean, look, we, you know, it's week one. We take everything with a grain of salt. But yeah. so far, uh, he's off to a good start. Yeah, like I said, so, so you know he had a first his, his week one game last year was also a really good start, but yeah. you know we'll we'll see how that be, you know, becomes because the rest of the season he didn't do much anyways, but you know it just it just he didn't seem to have any kind of rhythm. He was getting hit a lot. Though. Yeah, that, yeah, lo- that yeah. run game wasn't he got, working. He got beat up. That run game wasn't working. He was he got like Aaron Blunt went players. out really early. Yeah, 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 and it, it, it didn't look really good. You know, he only had eleven point six fantasy points, and you know, but I still say it's too early to panic. Yeah, no, for overlook, sure. I would, you know, don't overthink it too much. But it's the 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 offensive line does not look good. Yeah, it does not look good for them. In the same game, Sam Darnold. Yeah, what a scary first way to start that game. Threw a touchdown pass on on his uh, first pass. He threw a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing was to the wrong team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not wrong about that. You're not wrong about that. You're yeah. not. Yeah, no, but that, but. What stood out to me about Stan Darnold, and and it's it, showed a ton of poise, man. To stay with it, you know yeah. what it is like for you to be. I mean, granted, Baker Mayfield was taking number one overall, but he was considered highly across the board for the most part as the best. And we, and you, and I both agree that he's the best quarterback. Yeah, 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 for draft. sure. Uh, you know that he. For him to come back and the next run, he led them down to a touchdown. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, he he just showed so much poise. I mean, that could have went got ugly really really quick. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, it's this is the NFL. You don't make throws like that. 
and you saw that the safety actually baited him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If, if you saw the replay, like he was literally like on the other side of the field with his hips turned, mm-hmm. and then he totally baited him for the pick six. But to your point, on the next drive, stayed composed, marched right down the field for a score. As as a rookie to do that, you know, like with, yeah. with especially with I, I think even especially more so with the Jets franchise, how they struggled for so many years yeah. to get something going for them for them to see that. I'm sure it must have been kind of like, oh, this is what the Jets do. Oh, it's going to be another long right, year. Right, so, right. It, it, you know. And if you if you think about it, I mean, if you really go back in Jets history, like how many franchise quarterbacks have they had? You uh, know, they, they Broadway yeah. Joe, right? Th- that's it. Yeah. And so he, and but they got one. You know, oh, I, Brett Favre, who <laughs> also who also who also Brett, Brett Favre, Favre, Brett Favre, who also in his very first. Um, Throw ever in the NFL through a pick through, six. Through a pick six, yeah. Also did that, so yeah, there you go. Brett Favre. There you go. <laughs> uh, what were we gonna say? You know, but he ended up finishing the game with 198 yards, two touchdowns, and but still with that one interception. But like I said, you know, it's it's his way, his composure, and his focus, and his drive and yeah. to want to stay on the field. And, and the team, play. the team like rallied around him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so no, they did, they yeah, know. they're they're buying into Sam Darnold. It was a great night to be a Jet fan. I'm I'm happy for the Jets. As I tell everybody all the time, I am not a Jets hater. I am not a hater of any team. Like I like the Mets. I like the Jets. The only team I do not like as a New York fan myself is the Brooklyn Nets. You came from Jersey. You only pick one Burrow to represent. Get out of here. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's just me. Um, but I want the Jets to win. As long as they're not playing the Giants, I want them to win. Yeah, I want nah, the new good. I, I can't root for the Jets. So, uh, well, yeah, how does your family feel about last night game? They, they, I mean, they're predicting Super Bowl. They're looking That's, at Super Bowl tickets. Good for them, man. Good. <laughs> I'm happy at... for them. They're getting tattoos ready? Yeah. <laughs> the Super Bowl listen, champions? I, I celebrate in December, not in September. Nah, listen, man. Um, well, then then when you get there, you, you know, you yeah. don't celebrate much anymore. <laughs> Just Cowboys. <laughs> Anyways, uh, but yeah, it's a good night to be a Jets fan. Good for them. Oh, wait, so one thing I wanted to say, I forgot, I mentioned this, I had my notes about Drew Brees, going back to him real quick, what I wanted to say was that about the defense being good, mm-hmm. and the defense wasn't good this weekend, it looked like the Jets of of a few years ago, like about like two, three years the ago, defense? where the defense was so bad that you were like so happy to put any single wide receiver going against the, their, their defense, mm-hmm. and they, was from, they had to play from behind so many times, Drew Brees, being as great as he is, has to throw so many touchdowns. Like, that's what this game looked like. Right. Again, and I don't think that's going to be on for the rest of the season. I think they're just too much of a good defense to stay like that to, you know, because that's one thing about Drew Brees last year is that they didn't have to play from behind anymore that many times. Right, right. Yeah, they got out to the lead, and then they leaned on the running game. Yeah, know? exactly. So I, I don't think that's going to be the, the, like that for the rest of the year, but it, it's a, a little cause for concern, a little bit to be concerned about. Something you know. to keep your eye on. Exactly. Know? I don't think anything to panic too much. I yeah. mean, I'm the, I, I, We'll see. Let's get it. I'm probably gonna still play the defense next week. Yeah, uh, I see me too. Next week, we'll see. I might. Uh, we might be having the same conversation next Tuesday, but I'm gonna roll with them for one, one more week. Kurt Cousins. Kurt Cousins look. He looks solid. He's happy with his new home. Yeah, that's somebody who's happy. With, finishing with 28 fantasy points, and I think the, I think the only bad thing that Kurt Cousins has, is he, he's from Minnesota, right? I'm I not think. sure. Is he? Look that up while you are talking to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the only bad thing about it is that. He has maybe too many people to throw to. Like yeah. he's like, oh, who do I throw to at this time? You know, but you know, but he's. I mean, Thielen had a good game. Diggs had an okay game. Yeah, three, guess. yeah, three receptions and a touchdown. Yeah, you know, but still, uh, you know, connected and with, and Rudolph got into the end zone. He connected with seven different players yesterday. He threw for two hundred forty-four yards, two touchdowns, no 
interceptions. It's yeah. a great start for the Vikings' shiny new toy. Yeah, and their defense looks solid also. Yeah, the, def- oh, the defense is always going to be solid. And yeah. The defense is always going to be great. And Vikings I, are going to be good this year. Definitely, G- Jeff, that's for you. Definitely look for him. Yeah, shout out to Jeff. Uh, definitely look for him to do it again just as good against the Packers next week because, uh, you know, Packers is not a scary defense either. So Mitch Trubisky did pretty good against them. But So I think Kirk Cousins is also going to light it up. And uh, the last quarterback that I want to talk about, uh, Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. It was not only good to see Andrew Luck back on the field, but he looked good on the field he as did. well. You know, had two touchdowns, 319 yards, and he seems to be, you know, kind of comfortable where he left out. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, he threw for an interception in the red zone, and it was on his second pass. We get it. But, you know, he still ended up with 23, 23 fantasy yeah, points. Yeah, no, he played good. He looked comfortable. And did you, did you see the interview after the game? No. The, I mean, the guy just looks happy to be playing football again. Yeah. You know, so it was, it, was, it was good to see. Yeah, no. Your boy Eric Ebron got a touchdown. Ebron got into the box. Yeah, Ebron scored. Yeah, uh, the, tar- the targets were going to be there. I mean, look, with that guy, if he gets opportunity, he should be able to be productive. I, I just, I just think that Andrew Luck owners like such as myself and people. I know I had people to uh, say that they were concerned because I, I have him and T. Y. Hilton in one league, mm-hmm. and they were saying they were concerned because it was true. I am relying on, not relying on, but uh, like my Andrew Luck and uh, T. Y. Hilton connection that I have is like a big thing for me. And if Andrew Luck goes down, both of those guys are lose. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sense? yeah. So, uh, but right now it looks like he's just back to where he was. He looks healthy. He looks like he's playing fine. He's playing smart. Yeah. And, uh, all systems go for Luck. He was he was a top ten this week. He was a top ten quarterback this week, and I expect him to be a top ten quarterback for the rest of the season. Yeah. And how about um, TB12? Tell me about him. Yeah, I mean, um, threw for 277 yards and three touchdowns. Looks good. I mean, 41 years old, shows no signs of slowing down. I and mean, everybody keeps talking how this guy's going to fall off. I don't see it, man. I, I see him as having, you know, a big, big year and, as always, going to be in the MVP discussion. We'll see how he does next week, too, against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. That's a big game for them. We'll see. Up next but, week. I mean, look, I mean, the Jag- the Jaguar defense, it it didn't look lights out. You know what I mean? Like, it looked good, but... No, we'll we'll see. I mean, look, Ramsey's a little banged up. Let, let's see what happens. Moving right along because we still got a lot to cover for the rest of this uh, show. We, um, Adrian Peterson. Uh, I I was AP, almost right. I was almost up. right with your bold prediction. <laughs> I I told you on the show. I said he's gonna be a top three, right? I top you, top five. You top, said. Top, top five. I said he's gonna be top five. I was close. I told you, and I told you on the car ride back later on. I said I should have said, said top ten. Yeah. And, probably, and you know what? He ended up being running back number ten overall. Uh, you know, him and his teammate Chris Thompson both made the top mm-hmm. ten. Uh, the thirty-three year old NFL legend was clearly the favorite to run the ball for twenty-six times, ninety-six yards out of the twenty-six times he ran it, and a touchdown. And he also had two catches for seventy yards. Yeah, two catches for seventy yards out of his three targets. Now listen, this is the, the, that's the good side of it, and that great, yeah. great fantasy wise. And I told you, if I played Adrian Peterson, I would have won. He's still might be something to play for next week, I think. I'm looking at to play him. But this is the flip side of the coin. You know, as much as he gets it done fantasy-wise, the flip side of it, the ugly side of it, is that, you know, he didn't do that great so much in real-life football. Right. Because he still only averaged 3.7 yards per carry. Yeah. You know, and 52 of those 70 yards, they came off garbage. They came off a garbage time play. Right, right. You know, so it's like, but it's it's still in the remaining future and, of course, bearing injury agent. The one thing that you could take out of this He's going to be the the the, the first second he's, down he's guy, gonna, and we spoke about this last week. The volume's going to be there, so yeah. just just purely, it's a purely volume play. Twenty five touches a game. How many backs in the league use? You know, you could say that are going to have that. They're not at thirty three years old, right? Exactly. Uh, Saquon Barkley. Saquon, got to talk about a guy here real quick. Yeah. Uh, he did not fail for his first for his first uh, you know start for the New York fans, and not disappoint us. You know. What I what I say about Saquon, what I like about it is that 
he's the type of guy who goes north, south, east, west. You know, one thing if you watch yeah. when you watch him play, he, if he doesn't find the hole right away, he stops to find yeah, one. Very, very patient runner. It doesn't stand still on it. You know, yeah. like you see him like like spinning, moving left, moving right, cutting, juking. You know, he's yeah. good at it. Which one thing, and I understand. Fantasy wise, that helped him that six yard read mm-hmm. touchdown that I did not get to see. Right, but that helped him. <laughs> that helped him a lot. But the thing is, that's what Saquon is. Yeah, he's just one big play away from, from right, right, from breaking anything wide open. Last year, only two running backs have rushed for more than a hundred yards on the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Only two. Right, right. He just did it right now in his first NFL in his game. First NFL game. Yeah. Yeah. The, um. So that's what he that's what he is. They say, oh, was that people say, oh, but that one big play, that one big play. Well, that's what he is. That's, He's one you big know what? play that goes, away. That goes back to you know when he was at Penn State. It was the same thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he'll have you know these these negative yardage, like one yard run, two yard run, and then boom, he's gone for seventy. It's it's, it's he, he's so he athletic. Me, it's hard for the you know. Keep I've, up I've with said him. this before. He he. I see a lot of similarities with him and Lev Bell. You know, he he skips up to the line, kind of waits for the hole, and then explodes. You know, but I mean, look, as a Giant fan, you know, be excited for that guy. He's he's gonna be good. Nah, he's gonna he's gonna be he's gonna be a fantasy rock star for the rest of the year. I feel, and for his career, he has a great career ahead of him. Um, he didn't do as much in the receiving game as I yeah. thought he was going to do, but I'm not too worried about that. It was a rainy day. You know, he 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 only he still had six targets. I mean, but, that's that's a healthy number. No, that's yeah, it is. Like, that's as much as Travis Kelsey had. Yeah, yeah. So, but the thing is. Which the volume is always going to be there, as we all expected it, because mm-hmm. no other giant running back had more than two carries. Right. So his workload is never going to be an issue. Yeah. Um, Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake. <laughs> Before the game started, it was listed as Drake and Gore. They were listed for the starters of the game. After it was all said and done, Drake had 17 touches to Gore's nine touches. Mm-hmm. And Gore did better with his limited amount of touches. He put up 61 yards on the ground while Drake only had 48 yards with his 14s rushing attempts. Yeah, and we said it before, temper expectations on, on Drake. Yeah, but people paid a hefty price for him, I think. Yeah. And I said that before. I said it costs too much, for, too rich for my blood. I didn't draft him in any leagues. And I'm and I'm and reasons like this, now this is, I know we, we said before, you and I, about week one mm-hmm. being people panic too much. Yeah. But this is a reason for concern, tell me not. Oh, yeah, for, for sure. I mean, look, you, you got it's a long season. We'll see. But oh, not, yeah, not, not off to change. a good start. No. Not, not off to a good start whatsoever. Gore? Especially for someone that was, you know, predicted to be the bell cow in that offense. Gore will not go down. Yeah. He just will not go down. And playing back, you know, he was, he's, he's from the University of Miami. I'm from sure the he's, U. Yeah, it's from the U, man. It's just like, sure, he's happy to be there too, but he's not going to go down, you know. Like, he's always going to be involved in that offense that's mm-hmm. going to give the Kenyon Drake owners a headache. They're going to frustrate him, you know. But... He's getting more of the opportunities, and which I just think also Kenyon Drake, he's no Saquon Barkley, but no. he's also has the talent. I feel to just be one big play away from right, 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 being fantasy relevant. Right. Uh, what other running back do you want to talk about? How about um Alvin Kamara, man? That that guy's a stud. Go ahead, tell everybody all that. The that guy's about a him. stud. I mean, look, um, I mean, look. He only had twenty nine yards rushing, but he had, he did have two touchdowns. But the thing that stuck out: twelve targets. I mean, look. I think a lot of that is also game script. I mean, they were the ones that were playing behind. You know what I mean? So, um, twelve targets, nine receptions, one hundred twelve yards, and another touchdown. So he had three total touchdowns for a whopping forty three point ten fantasy points. That. Is crazy, insane. So keeper, keep guys who have him as a keeper, oh, six round value, Ferg. <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, look, the the dude's a stud, and he just, I mean, 
I saw part of that game. He just looks explosive. You know, it's like every every other run he's going, he's taking a screenplay 15, 20 yards. He's just getting chunks and chunks at a time. Eight and you know, only eight attempts, you know, but still made him count. Yeah. Made him count. I mean the twelve targets game. is what that's, what stuck out to me. Of course, that's you what stuck out, but only eight rushing attempts, but you know, still two eight two rushing touchdowns yeah. out of the late attempts. And you know what? Payne Payne did say that in the preseason. He's like, Look, you know, we're not gonna, you know, just spike up his workload for these no. four weeks while right. while Ingram's out, you know. So so we'll see. But a, a rocking start for uh, Alvin Kamara owners. I know they're happy. Uh, another running back that also made kind of an impact was Isaiah Crowell. Yes. Now, there's an Isaiah Crowell I haven't seen before. He looked strong. He looked fast. He seemed to find he all the gaps. fast. I didn't realize he was he had that type of game-breaking speed. And the thing is, he looked like he know, he's comfortable with the offense because he was finding the gaps. In, yeah. You know, that the line was creating for him fairly easy. And, yeah. he was, he, and uh, Bilal Powell started off the game. Yeah, Bilal Powell started off the game. They both did pretty good, but, but Crowell was the most impressive oh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. He rushed for 10 times for 102 yards. Mm-hmm. 10.2 yards per carry. Right. He had two touchdowns out of those, too. So he, I know he shared the ball with with Powell and he looked better, he looked good. But like I said, he made the biggest impact, Crowell. And I think Corral's gonna just the the, the the you know the scales of touches are yeah. gonna go in Crowell's favor. You know, right, right, right. I was on um I was on while I was watching the game. I was on text message with my cousin Joe, mm-hmm. and he called that touchdown run by Crowell. Oh, he did. Yeah, he's like, look, he's like the 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 um, which one, the second one or the first one? The second one. He's like oh. the 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 lines are deflated right now. They just just took their heart. Don't be surprised if Crowell takes it to the house. Next play, boom, right up the gut. <laughs> Shout out to cousin Joe. Cousin Joe. Uh, and then the last running back backfield I want to talk about was uh, Alex Collins, who looks like he might be in the line for another headache. I mean, I- I'm a college owner. Yeah, it might be a little bit of a headache. Now he didn't really run away with his starting job. But it's kind of hard to say that this trend's going to continue because this is a big lead they took so early. You yeah, know I mean it was a it was a commanding lead. They commanded the whole game. The thing is, every single Raven running back had to touch this game. So right. who's to say that it's going to continue that? There's way? there's no clarity though. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, like I said, I I just I think it looks like it may be a headache. But as we said, don't pack too much for week one because you're right. There is no clarity. But once again, to say this just. Uh, they had too much of a lead. They just went with right. so many different directions. Maybe they didn't you, know Alex Collins is going to be their guy, of and they didn't overuse him for that right. reason. But you know what? In that type of game script, you would think that the running back would have a big game. You know, you, they get out to but such that, a big lead. But, and... but that's what I'm trying to say is that they used every running back. Right, right, every right. running back right. had touches. Every You know, even guys ever going to play that had like four touches, I saw. So it's like in that game script where they have such a lead, all right, let's see what else we have. Because me as a basketball coach, too, when I have a commanding lead, I of course put in players that are that hardly play into my into my into the on the court, right. and I try different things. Like I'll tell my I'll tell try like, to slow down the game. Yeah, like I'll, not so much slow down the game. I'll make them try things that we wouldn't try. Like mm-hmm. I'll uh, like my center. I know that I don't make them shoot too much, but if he wants to take a couple more jump shots, you know what? Let's work on your jump shots in a real time game. So you have a lead here. We could afford you to take some jump shots here, right. just to see how we go real time game speed. The things that we do in practice that I'll put into games. You know what I mean? So. I don't take too much concern about it. Nothing to rejoice over. You had a touchdown to save this game, but still. All right, so going on to wide receivers. Oh, wait, one more running back I want to talk about. No. My boy, Joe Mixon. Yeah, he had a good game. Looked solid. 95 yards, touchdowns, another five receptions on seven targets for another 54 yards for 25.90 fantasy points. Listen, I'm not going to say I told you so. It's still early, but... Joe Mixon, I said it, top ten running back. You also said people will panic on week one. They, they, I know, they, it it they is exaggerate. It is. I flex. I got to get it while I can. You know, it's it's still early, but uh, Joe Mixon, so far so good. They exaggerates. 
So moving on. Go ahead. He just went against the Colts. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not get too hyped about it. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders. He had a great night. He held in ten of, ten of his eleven targets. Had 135 yards and a touchdown. I said it before with Demarius Thomas, and who also had a pretty good game. Poor QB cl- play is what held these guys back from their potential. Mm-hmm. It held them back. Case Keenum's now on the center. I could see Sanders getting back to having a thousand yard receiving. Oh game. yeah, and he's he's got the connection with with Keenum. Uh-huh. You know, so yeah, I think uh, Sanders was targeted. Uh, let me look this up. Ten. 11 times this week. Mm-hmm. So he's got the report with Keenum. Yeah, he's got the report there with Keenum. And, and it's just, it's, it's, um, he, 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 him I like for the rest of the year. Yeah. I'm just happy S- that six targets there. for Demarius Thomas. He's gonna, so he almost doubled them up in targets. He's going to revive that team. I yeah. Feel. Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills. Remember what I said? Kenny Stills is my favorite player on the Dolphins. Good call on Kenny I, Stills. I, I said it, and, I, and you see why now. Out of his five targets, he turned. Those into four receptions, 106 yards, two touchdowns. If you watch the game, you're going to see that he looks like he has a lot of rapport with Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. If that rapport continues, he could definitely be like a high flex, low wide receiver two considerations. Oh, I absolutely. Mean, the, the numbers he put up are like wide receiver one numbers. Mm-hmm. I don't see that going for the rest of the year. Yeah. But I definitely see him like in like the low wide receiver two, high flex strong weekly considerations if this continues to grow. So this is something for Kenny Stills owners as myself. Uh, I know you went against him this year. My cousin played him. My cousin Daniel played him against you as you lost in the BFB league as mm-hmm. well. Um, that Kenny Stills played him and he did great. Yeah. So that was a good one. Um, another wide receiver which is pretty good. Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitz. Mr. Cons- consistency. Mr. Consistency. Yeah. He was the only pass catcher to do anything at all. For the Cardinals, because Sam Bradford wasn't that impressive at all with his first game with the Cardinals. He only threw for 153 yards. Yeah. Not that impressive at all. But Larry Fitzgerald ended up catching seven out of his ten targets. Yeah, that team just does not look good. I was watching parts of that game because I had a lot of David Johnson and Daly, and um, they just looked out of sync. Yeah, David Johnson you know? had the only touchdown. Yeah. And, and you know what? He points got points on the board. He got, he got, like, all his points in, like, the fourth quarter. David Johnson. He wasn't, only... he wasn't doing anything, and then he got involved in the passing game because they were behind. Um, so he kind of had, um, you know, a decent fantasy day. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a good first look at all for the the Cardinals. But still, like you know, those double digit carry, sh- those double digit targets mm-hmm. should carry on. Oh, yeah. for Larry Fitzgerald, no matter who's on the center, whether it's, they stay with Stan Bradford, who didn't look good, or they decide to move on to Josh Rosen, if that's what the you know. Cardinals fans are calling for. You mm-hmm. know I mean, so right. maybe you never know. And it might not be long before they do that. It might not be. It might not be, especially if Sam Bradford continues that way. Uh, which I, I don't think he is. I think he's. Don't get me wrong. Sam Bradford. You know, he's not the number one overall pick as he was taken. Mm-hmm. The rookie. You know, he's not a number one overall pick type of quarterback. I, I think he's better than what he was yesterday. Yeah, to say the least. Yeah, yeah. He'll probably get hurt eventually and be out. For yeah, I mean, look, he hasn't been able to stay on the field. I mean, look, I don't, I don't think, to your point, I don't think he's as bad as he showed yesterday. Right. Or, I'm sorry, on um, on Sunday. Right. But, I mean, let, let's see. It's only going to be a matter of time before they start calling for the rookie. Yeah, yeah. A couple of more performances like this, and that's it. But you think Josh Rosen's going to be any good, though? I think he will be. I think he's. Um, he seems like he's he's NFL ready. You know, he's smart. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I'm I'm happy the Giants didn't take him. Happy yeah. we took Saquon Barkley. It was funny. People around me are yelling. Uh, I, I I didn't know why I didn't think it is. They kept yelling, "Hit the Quan! Hit the Quan! Hit the Quan! Hit the Quan!" Like the here's, here's an interesting thing that you could think about. Okay, who ends up having the better career, Barkley or Darnold? Uh, that and, I, and you don't have to answer that, but it's just something to think about because those two players 
are always going to be length. I would probably say Darnold because a quarterback's longevity is longer. Right. And he's starting right off in his first year. Mm-hmm. So I probably would say Darnold because – but. I, it's just told two, two totally different positions. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's hard to say, but Saquon just looks like worthy of the number two overall pick, and not for nothing. As a lot of people were saying, the Cleveland Browns should have took him number one, and yeah. I think a lot of Browns fans are saying that it should have. He looks like worthy of a number one overall pick, even. Yeah, just, just yeah. I mean, look. I mean, if the Browns picked one and four, right? Yeah. So if they would have took Barkley number one overall, one of those quarterbacks would have been there at at four. You know, maybe yeah. it wouldn't have been Mayfield. No, no, that's that, that's that's what we all say. Because if, if they, I mean, look, I mean, we're getting off subject a little yeah. bit, but if they, if if Barkley goes number number one overall, then the Giants probably take Darnold. Probably, you know, probably. I, I, they were saying it was either Darnold or Bradley Chubb. Also, was on. Our yeah, I mean, there was a rumor that the Giants were were you know looking at Mayfield. But that that was just a rumor. I, 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 I didn't see that happen. I think happening. that I maybe yeah. I heard that rumor too. I think that was just a rumor, just to scare off the Browns. Yeah, like oh, we're not. He's not going to fall to us. Right. You know what I mean? Because, at, at four, right? Yeah, because they they were hoping to that. Anyways, uh, and the Sean Jackson, another one that I said that um, D Jack. Yeah, I said that in one. You know, we said it before. We don't know why he's getting any love. He ended up, you know, really good with five receptions, 146 yards, two touchdowns. More than likely to miss this week under the NFL uh, concussion protocol. But he's going to be a hot waiver wire pickup. Yeah. You know, he's only owned in 41% of ESPN leagues. And amazingly, he's only owned in 26% of Yahoo leagues. Yeah. So regardless of even if it's his ties, he's still going to be a hot. Yeah. Hot. On the other side of that game, Michael Thomas. Of, of course, man. I told Michael you. Thomas, 17 targets, 16 receptions, 180 yards in a touchdown. And the one league where I have him in, that's where I lost by .4 points to Mari Cooper. To yeah. <laughs> that guy just looks like a monster. Yeah. I, listen, if if... if like I said, I don't think the defense is going to stay as bad as they were on Sunday mm-hmm. to force the Saints to play from behind, behind that like many that, times. Yeah. But if they are, yeah. Michael Thomas could Michael Thomas could possibly be the number one wide receiver at the end of the year. Yeah, game. at the end of the year when it's he, all said and done. He could. Yep. He really could. You know? Um, let's see. So moving on now to the tight end position. Like you said about your boy Travis Kelsey. Six targets. I think that he's going to make the most of his targets there later on, but it's 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 hard to tell. I I just don't take too much week one. You know, take it with a grain of salt. Don't 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 take it like it is like like, like foreshadowed for the rest of the season. But the fact remains that he just looks too much to have a, too much of a good rapport with Ty, Tyreek Hill. Yeah. So because Kareem Hunt also disappointed, right? He, he didn't do that. Kareem great. Hunt disappointed, but um, Rob Gronkowski. Rock Solid Rock as always. As I said, just to talk a little bit more about Cream Hunt, as I said, and I mentioned, remember I said, sorry, just touch a little bit more about Cream Hunt. I said in the very first podcast, yeah. he is on my do not buy list. I want nothing to do with Cream Hunt. Yeah. I don't want to I'm on, I was on board with you with that one. You were uh, at first a little iffy. Now you're, yeah. now, well, before, then towards the, later on in the season. Yeah, as, as you know, the summer progressed. He, he started moving down, too, in the rankings, yeah. which I felt like he should have moved more down the way he was. But still, I want nothing to do with him because of the fact that I just, he he has a lot of talent, but look, sixteen right. rushes for only forty nine yards. Granted, the Chargers are a good defense, and I get it, but he only put up four point nine fantasy points. Right, right, right. That's and that's the thing. Like when, you paid when, like a high, for, you know, first round, round draft pick. No, yeah. you paid like a low first round draft pick or a high second round draft pick for. Right, and for four point nine yards, this is something that he could do for the rest of the mm. season. He's shown last year that he could just. 
Right. And that's how it worked out. I mean, for my teams, at least like I it, the way it happened, I just ended up drafting in, in, you know, six, seven, eight. I had a lot of teams that I had that pick and I wasn't in love with those second tier of, of running backs like after you get past like Kamara like I, I'm not big on Fournette I wasn't big mm-hmm. on Hunt uh Gordon I was kind of big on and then and then C-Mac you know so yeah Hunt you know disappointing week one but let's see what happens uh talking more about tight ends you know we said about Travis Kelsey we just we, we feel he's gonna do better yeah we don't know if he's gonna be number one overall tight end at the end of the year but we feel he's gonna do better Gronk of course no question there he's a beast he's gonna kill and he killed as he killed um, yeah as he, as he always does. Seven receptions, 123 yards, and a touchdown on eight targets. So impressive numbers for Gronk. Uh, how about uh, Jordan Reed? Jordan Reed, exactly. Yes, absolutely. I want to talk about Jordan Reed. He now, as much Please Travis- stay healthy, Jordan Reed. Uh, see, and we, we both liked him. We both liked yeah. him a lot for the year. We both said him because of the fact that Alex Smith prefers his tight ends, always brings the best out of, out of the tight ends that he has. Um, and he caught, you know, four out of five targets for 48 yards and a touchdown. Not like a mind-blowingly great game. Yeah, but you know what? He got into the box, and you know what? He made it out of the game healthy. That's what you're looking for week one from Jordan Absolutely. Reed. Absolutely. And, what, you know, he cost more or less about the sixth, seventh round, you know, pick. So that's why when you're, when you're drafting your team, you already got, like, your wide receivers and your, you know, uh, your your flex plays and your running backs kind of ready in there. You should be for the most part, at least. So if you're looking at that, you're tight end, and that's what you get. Like you said, just please stay healthy. Yeah. Uh, you know, he 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 made an impression his first week game. You know, he didn't quite get the volume that we thought he was going to get. Mm-hmm. But as we said, he made the most of his opportunities. You know, Alex Smith, he spread the ball around a lot. He's had 30 passes. Um, only Chris, uh, Chris Thompson had seven targets. Paul Richardson had six targets. And, you know, that that those the only ones that got more than Jordan Reed, so we didn't get the targets we thought he was going to get. But still, you know, um, he's got a favorable matchup though coming up next week against yeah. the Colts, mm-hmm. which is that's why I said I'm considering target tight ends against the Colts, guys. We're going to say this all year: target tight ends against the Colts. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's that's uh, another thing that you know. That's why I said I want to play Agent Peterson next week. Uh, another running back, I mean tight end. As we're going to wrap up the show uh, pretty quickly. Uh, oh wait, no, before we get into that guy, um, Evan Ingram. Mm-hmm. I said it. I have him in one league. Um, I, 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 I'm I low on Evan Ingram this year as a fantasy player. Yeah, he dropped a couple of balls, man. That's what he did last year. Yeah, you know, we, he, we, he hasn't we, gotten over the dropsies. But not only – but do I feel bad, too, is that some of them he was in good – he was contested well mm-hmm. against the ball. But some of the passes he caught, they were called a turnover. It's like every time the ball went his way, there was some flag that right, went right, away right. that caused the, ball, the, the, the turnover. But, you know, he just had just two catches for, for 18 yards on five targets. Now, one was a big drop. One was a really big drop. And it's that's what I said. Is I just think there's too many targets for Eli Manning mm-hmm. to favor Evan Ingram. I think the only thing that – I think Evan Ingram is going to have to be touched on the pendants here to be fantasy relevant. Right. I think he's going to be good on the field. He didn't look that great. He struggled a bit on the field in the game, in real life football. Mm-hmm. But I think fantasy-wise, he's going to kind of be a problem. I took, like I said, I took him one league. So I wanted the giant on my league, and I already had three running backs, three wide receivers. He was the best one available. I felt so. Like, yeah, all right, so I took him. But it's 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 gonna be a, I think a long year fantasy wise for Evan Ingram owners. Yeah, especially if he keeps dropping the pass like he did. You know, last year he dropped forty five percent of his passes. Mm-hmm. How about um from last night's game, Jared Cook? Jared Cook was the next guy I want to talk about, and one reason I want to talk about Jared Cook for the next guy because to finish off that we're gonna finish off. He may this. be the top waiver wire ad this week that's yep exactly he might he i don't know about top but I mean, one of the he, top for sure he could definitely be one of the top for sure and uh this is how we're going to wrap up this show is giving you points on the waiver wires who to look up in the waiver wire pickups and jared cook is definitely in there, the waiver wire discussion yeah. because of the fact 
that if you like me in two leagues, in one league I have Greg Olson, another league I have Delaney Walker. Mm-hmm. So if you're missing a tight end because you have Delaney Walker, yeah, you have to. Jared Cook is somebody you definitely have to look at. Um, Jared Cook, and I would even look at Eric Ebron. He's he's gonna. I wouldn't. He's. I'm telling you, he's gonna get the targets. He's what, he's gonna get targets. Jack Jack Doyle gets the targets out of there. He he got more targets this week. Ebron got more targets over over Jack Doyle. I do not agree with you on that. No, 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 no. Jack Doyle got. Oh, I'm sorry. He he. Jack Doyle got one more target. I'm okay. sorry. I stand corrected. I I, I, I I still don't think. I still think it's gonna be Jack Doyle's favorite dad. I don't. I don't think Eric Ebron's gonna be the main guy in that office. But I talk about Jared Cook. So if you look at the numbers, he had 12 targets. He turned those into 19 nine catches for 180 yards and had a monster day. No Raiders wide receiver had more than three catches, like Amari Cooper. With one point nine, I lost by point four. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no way, no. So let it, it go, flex. On to week two. I know. If no reader wide receiver had more than three catches. If this is what the John Gruden offense is going to look like, and this is what Chucky's offense is going to look like, then you got to grab him because yeah. those twelve targets that that, that that's my and for him to catch nine of those, and it's not even that when he was catching them. He also got some. He also got an end zone target that got picked off. Yeah, but when he was, it was a little bit under the car. He just looked impressive. He was just trucking yeah. people, you know, like monstering, like they just, just, just like carrying like one three play down Rams the middle of the them. field. Yeah, like he he carried like three or four defenders with him. Yeah, it was, it was nuts. He he looked he looked really really yeah. really good. Didn't get into the end zone, but you know, let's let's see what happens over the next couple of weeks. Uh, another high waiver wire pickup, which I feel, and definitely definitely especially in PPR leagues, is somebody to really consider. Um. Jalen Richard. Jalen Richard's another guy to really consider for, 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 for this. I mean, he had nine receptions for 55 yards. Now, the thing that I took from watching last night's Monday night game was that Mar- Marshawn Lynch did really well. You got to say, I know you're not big on him, but he did really well. Um, When they're playing from behind, when, when they're low and they're looking to pass it to move the ball, because at the end of the second quarter they were doing this, and at the end of the fourth quarter they were all doing this, there was no other running back that was in there. It's not like Doug Martin was there. It's not like Marshawn Lynch was there. It was only Jalen Richard. So Jalen Richard is there. Chris Thompson is there. James White. Mm-hmm. That's the clear pass catcher for this team. And I think that that's what's going to be like that for the rest of the season. You know, nine receptions for 55 yards. You know, and 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 he had a healthy dosage of targets. You know, like a lot of targets out of that game. So I think, especially in the PPR league or in a deeper league or whatever it is, I mean, I, I think he's a very big fantasy um, waiver wire hot pick this week, Jalen Richard, because of the fact that he was just clearly there for the pass catches. Mm-hmm. So nobody else was there um, looking out for the free agency. Another uh, another hot waiver wire. What do you, who do you think is going to be a hate wa- hot waiver wire pickup? Do you have anybody? Yeah, I have um, Austin Eckler from the uh, from the Chargers. He did well. Yeah, he got. Um, I mean, look, it, Gordon's going to be the feature back, but this guy's going to be involved. You know, I could see him getting you know five or six targets a game easily, and he makes the most of his touches. Uh, you know, very explosive. He looked like he you know he had a connection with Rivers. So uh, take a look at Austin Eckler this week. Definitely uh, another uh, one I recommend too. Brandon Marshall, not for nothing. Brandon Marshall, because uh, he's only owned in five point seven percent of mm-hmm. leagues. He's only owned there now. If the main reason I say Brandon Marshall, if Doug Martin were to miss, and Doug Martin again, I said it. Doug, Doug Baldwin. <laughs> if Doug Baldwin, my bad. Still early. Coffee has a kick. They did. If Doug Baldwin was to miss any time, yeah. He's Which gonna, it looks like he's going to, but we'll see. Yeah, it it does it does look like he's going to. You know, um, 
In his debut, he did find the end zone. He had three catches for 46 yards, Brandon Marshall. Yeah. And like I said, he's only owning 5.7% of ESPN League. So he should definitely be out there in the waiver wire. And I think he should be definitely, especially even more so for Baldwin owners. Mm Mm-hmm. Because uh, more than likely, Tyre Lockett, um, well, Tyre Lockett, was, he's available in close to 47% of leagues, Tyre Lockett. So he still might be there. But Brandon Marshall somebody also to really want to consider. Um, which, uh, which QB would you add this week? There's a couple. And I hate that you're asking me that question because I know, my, I know, I know some people are trying to keep the QB away from me. Uh, so well, that's what we're here for, Flex. Give it to the people. Oh yeah, give it to the people and tell people more of my strategy so they could like just just, just snake them from the other wave wires. <laughs> um a QB that I'm looking at to uh is definitely Case Keenum. Case Keenum, yes, for sure. Case Keenum hundred percent. Not for nothing, Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold is definitely another guy to look at. How about Fitzmagic? No. You're not adding him? No, I'm not adding him. Not looking at him. Because remember, he's a now they the GM of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did mention that Jameis Winston has to Work to keep his job. Right. I think that's just noise, just to get, just to. I, I don't know, Flex. I, I don't know. All right, let me rephrase. They may, they may be, you know, one more incident, they may be done with him. One, let me rephrase. Yeah, I thought there was just noise until the way that Fitzpatrick played. If he ends up doing this again next week, then I'll probably consider him for the waiver wire. Yeah. Now Fitzpatrick has shown before that he could be fancy relevant. He could be a very good quarterback. He hasn't shown to hold that throughout the entire season. Yeah. I mean, look, the, the guy the guy throws the ball all over the field. But, he, like I said, he hasn't shown to do that all year right. long. You know, he's been up and down, and he's had a – like, this is this is one of his few shining he, moments. He had, he had, had. A, a really good year with the Jets a couple of years back. He had a – When he was like, holding out for that big contract. Yeah, but not like a great year where he was like, oh, my God, plug, you know, set it and forget it every week. Right, right. But I'm just saying, like, if he plays like he did again – he was week. he was Mr. Streamer that year. Yeah, hundred percent. But if he plays like he did against next week, I mean, he could possibly be in the role to take away the starting job for James Winston. Yeah, I doubt it, but possibly. Uh, but see, it's not like the thing like like another guy that I'm looking at too, Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod, Ty God, yeah, owned in only um, in thirty six percent of ESPN leagues, owned it only there. He should still be on the radar now. In week one, it wasn't like that was so much of a great thing that he did. He only completed 15 out of the 40 passes for 194 yards and a touchdown one to, you know, to, to Josh Gordon. Yeah. Which he didn't do all that great. He only had three yeah. targets. That that was by the way, that was awesome. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw the touchdown. You saw the touchdown. But did you see like his emotion like after yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it seemed like all the emotion that he had, he just let it well, out that in was, that moment. That was the only catch he had the entire game for yeah. it to be a touchdown. I'm sure he wanted to let it go. You know, but the thing is with him, he only had three targets, Josh Gordon. So right, right. I but what Came to me, I guess, as the most positive thing, as you and I, both are Josh Gordon owners, and uh, in the big Instagram league that we're in, is that he was on the field a lot. Yeah, on the field for a high percentage of his sna- of the snaps. So, I think the opportunity is going to be there for this. Yeah, yeah, to and grow. he he probably still has to get back in football shape. I mean, you know, th- physically right. the guy's a freak, but he may not be in football shape. Another thing that reminded us about Tyrod Taylor, which I said, which I always said, he's a very good quarterback, and he could very much well continue on to be a good quarterback, but he had 77 yards uh, for a touchdown also. Uh, so those are some hot waiver wire pickups. Also, another one that if you want to consider another hot waiver wire pickup, F- Philip Lindsay. Who? Yeah. <laughs> Who? But he was Denver a back. RB. Listen, man, he rushed for 15. You know, Royce Freeman rushed for 15 times for 71 yards. But, but you know, Terrell Lindsey also was really impressive with yeah. what he did. He, he actually looked like the better back. And he had a receiving touchdown in yeah. week one. He he seems like he is in line to have a steady role in this offense. They don't, I don't think, I think Devontae Booker is going to fizzle out. Yeah. Philip Lindsey might be that guy. He's somebody to look at, especially if you want to handcuff to Royce Freeman. Because Royce Freeman still did it right. 
But Philip Lindsay looks like he's going to have a serious role in that job, you know, right. for the Broncos uh, at 1.9% of leagues. Uh, and, I mean, there's still a couple of other names there that you may want to look like. D.D. Westbrook is another name that you may want to consider. John Brown is a name you want to consider. And Geronimo Allison yeah. and Ryan Grant. Philip Dorsett also. Philip Dorsett is definitely another name you want to consider there, yeah. Uh, but, you know, but that's, I think, is only for the time being because once Julian Edelman comes back, mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to be that much more relevant. And also, if you're another guy, if you want to look for a tight end, a uh, very slow slow, for this, slow slow start for this guy, but if you need another tight end, Antonio Gates is worthy also of a pickup because, I, you know, he's going to get into the red zone eventually. I said he's going to be a poor man, Jimmy Graham. He's going to have low yardage, yeah. but high. Speaking of uh, Jimmy Graham, so far you're right on that. Told you. So far, I mean, look. It's early, but so far you're right, Flex. Uh, Matt, you got an outro music set up first? All right, so you can go off and play it out. Yeah, but so far I'm right about that. Uh, so that was our first early morning show. First early morning review show. First early morning review show. So to give you, we got give you guys a lot of information of what stood out to us. We gave you guys about the injury inquiries that we like to call that way about the injuries, and we gave you guys some hot waiver wire tips. Uh, we're going to continue to be posting up stuff like that on Instagram. Follow us at BFB Podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter. We're posting up on the Twitter at Podcast BFB. Hit us up anytime you want with any questions that you have, no matter what it is. We would love to answer them for you. Uh, so we're going to be back again here. This week, we're going to start a little early. Friday. Thursday, I think. This week. Thursday. Because we'll we have some be things over the Thursday. weekend that you and I have to do. So we'll be back here Thursday to still get the fans what they want. Once again, party people, thank you very much for listening to us today. We hope we help you out for the rest of the week. I am Flex Hitless. Charlie Chase, baby. Bureau, have a good week. We'll see you next uh, on Thursday. See you on this side of the other. Peace. Peace.